live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Get in Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. Well, Freak Nation, 24 races still remain in 2018, yet Kevin Harvick wins at Kansas for his fifth victory this year, matching the most he's won in any single freaking season. Well, hello there. How are you doing, Mile and a Half Tracks? How in the hell are you doing, Cookie Cutters? Statman, Kenny Sargent, Crash Gladys on a very special, a very special Mama's Night show. Happy Mother's Day to you, Freak Nation. Uh, just the sheer fact that uh, we look at each other and think, yep, there's a lot of mamas between the three of us. Imagine all the mamas that are out there listening to us for the last 18 years, Stat Man. It's incredible what the mothers have done to us in the last <laughs> few, in the last 18 years. Uh, but our own mothers have been stunningly supportive, incredibly uh uh, resourceful yeah. in making it possible there wouldn't be a speed freaks, and I don't. It more than obviously there wouldn't be a speed freaks without the three mothers represented by the three voices here. Oh, without question. And it's it's funny. I go back to when we started in June of two thousand, and I seriously think that our our biggest fans were listening from outside of where we were in California. <laughs> Because those moms, they're like, I heard you. You sounded great, honey. What a great first show. (laughs) And I just love that. That, There's nothing better than that. Tell me if I'm wrong. Think about this, though. 18 years ago, we're coming up on 18 years next month for the Freaks. They couldn't listen to us online in June of 2000. Right? Live? I thought we still had something live online. I thought for sure we still had something in 2000. No, I don't... I don't think so. There, it was even before Sirius. Remember one oh, station, was, one yeah. mic? Yeah. Yeah. Sirius was supposed to start. In fact, we were supposed to be some of the first programming on Sirius before they combined with XM. So, yeah, we were uh, alone out there. One station, one mic, uh, fighting against the world and all the, and all the people who said they'll never make it six shows. Remember? Yeah. And, they, you know, they've since served... More than six years in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So maybe I'm not thinking of our first show. Instead, thinking of the first time we debuted in Indianapolis or the first time we debuted in Dallas. Wow. That's just, that's even hard to think about. Yeah, it is. But yes, thank you, moms, for always being there. No matter how cracked our voice might have been, no matter how we might have gotten the the stats wrong, the moms were still there saying, great job. (laughs) Freak Nation, coming up this hour, a very special Mama's Day night freak version for you we're going to have bobby unser three-time indy 500 winner joining us here in the freak nation only a handful of dudes who've won it multiple times crasher oh yeah it's i mean you've, you've got a few people winning it twice but including his nephew alan sir jr but to go in the three and four category no no it's there's only four guys who have won it four times and maybe three or four who've won it three yeah. so an unser has won this thing Seven, eight, nine times. The Indy 500, yes. nine times an answer. Yes. Right? Yes. 
Bobby Unser three times, Al Unser Sr. four times, and Al Unser Jr. twice. It's That's never, insane. It's never going to happen again. It's insane. So that means we've only had about 100 of, what, 102, I think. So that means that one in 10 Indy 500s is won by an Unser. That's pretty cool. Whoa. 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 Okay. No wonder this year is the big Unser exhibit at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway because yeah, that's that's a bit of history right there. Holy crud. Whoa. Wow. Let that sink in a little bit, Freak Nation. So, yeah, Bobby Unser will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. I can promise you, he likes to talk. There's very little chance that, <laughs> that we'll get a chance to insert. He's kind of like Bill Walton. In yeah, just that let him go. You just give him one question. You feed him one question, and they'll go on for 15 minutes after that. We may even make it a two-parter tonight. Uh, for you, and the reason why it's so significant—not just of the stat that Statman just threw out there about all the answers and all the wins at the Indianapolis 500, of course, this being the month of May—but this particular year, 2018, is the 50th anniversary of the first Unser win Jeez. at Indianapolis, which was Bobby Unser in 1968. So Bobby Unser will be here in the Freak Nation. Also, your winner from the Indianapolis Grand Prix. Will Power will join us. And Ryan Beat, who's your points leader in the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series Pro Light class, a former Supercross, motocross pilot. Uh, he'll be joining us here in the second hour. So it's a big damn show for all those mamas out there uh, celebrating Mama's Day or night, depending on where the hell you're listening to us, Freak Nation. <laughs> so it's, again... Mama's Day never ends. It's Mama's Day because it's a year, but we have one day to maybe sort of take a breath. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, or therefore on Facebook and the website, speedfreaks.tv. Going to bring in another slew of affiliates coming up. Stick around. More freaks coming up and your pit news and notes. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. What's going on, Freak Nation? More affiliates joining us at, what is that, 9 o'clock, six, six, six minutes past the hour? What the hell is it, Crasher? We'll go six minutes after the hour. It sounds good, yeah. regardless. Uh, thank you, affiliates, for being a part of a big old Speed Freaks Mama's Day, Mother's Day night extravaganza. Coming up here in the show, we have Bobby Unser, three-time Indy 500 winner. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Also, Will Power. Indianapolis Grand Prix winner from yesterday at Indianapolis will be joining us. And Ryan Beat, Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series points leader in the Pro Light class, he'll be in here. But first, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes brought to you by Wait a minute. I'm going to jump in here, and I know you hate us when we do this. All right. But when our first segment, we didn't even say Happy Mother's Day <laughs> to the official mother, yeah. the freak mother of all time, who is a mother sometimes... For the entire two hours we're on the air. <laughs> well, go right ahead, Statman. Before you get started, Crash, Mama Mama Freak, before you get started, happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you wow. very, very much. It's been a nicely relaxing day. All right, let's get into some pit news and notes where Roger Penske just continues his winning ways in the month of May. Will Power, his driver, nabbed the IndyCar Grand Prix to begin all festivities at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway this weekend. But can the captain partner up his sports car win with Elio Castroneves and Ricky Taylor last weekend? And now this weekend's IndyCar GP win with Will Power to yet another Indy 500 win on Memorial Day weekend? I mean, based on what we've seen from this year's IndyCar setup and the much greater passing opportunities that have come about, it's anyone's guess who's going to win the 102nd running of the Indy 500 in just two weeks. 
But in Spain today with Formula One, it was more or less a story of domination by Mr. Lewis Hamilton. Look out world. Lewis says he felt that synergy, which he hadn't been feeling the entire year. Okay, I think that puts the rest of the Formula One field on notice. Look out. And in NASCAR this weekend in Kansas, seven-time Jimmy Johnson is still winless in the last 12 months, but Kevin Harvick is just putting on a clinic. After Harvick's win Saturday night in Kansas, he said that now it's starting to feel like a game, a game of just how many races can you win in one season. Uh, Well, Kenny said it at the top of the show. He has five already in 2018, tying his most ever in a season, and there's still 24 races to go. His quote specifically, if it's eight races you win, 10, 12, the reason we are all here is because of watching people like Jeff Gordon and Ray Everham win 12 or 13 races a year. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honey mead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Introduce. Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com. Dot com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Speed Freaks on a Mother's Day night, that is, Freak Nation. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there for you on Facebook. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Coming up in about eight, nine minutes, you've got Bobby Unser, three-time Indy 500 winner. He's going to be joining us here in the Freak Nation. But more importantly, Crash, there's significance to this year and Bobby Unser. Yes, this is the first year, 50 years ago, that an Unser won at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and that was Bobby Unser. This is the 50th anniversary of his first of three wins at the Indy 500. And then, of course, we know the Unser family went on to do amazing things. I mean, it started before 1968, of course, the Unser family being largely famous at Pikes Peak. But, yeah, this historical family, whether it's Pikes Peak or Indianapolis, they made their mark in motorsports, and right now we're beginning a, a good run at Indy. So Bobby Hunter will be joining us here in the Freak Nation, and I can promise you it's going to go a couple of segments. This dude, can he could talk. And it being, with it being Mother's Day, the significance that I'm sure his mother played in his racing career will take up half the damn time. Which is great, <laughs> yeah. because... The Unsers also have great stories. What, who doesn't want to just sit back and listen to how things were back in the day? And, well, let, let's have him talk about how he won 50 years ago this very month. Will Power, who has not won the Indy 500, has not won the Indy 500, but he won the Indianapolis Grand Prix yesterday. For the third the, time. On the road course. He'll be joining us coming up in the second hour. Uh, Statman, you go back and look at some of those old Indy 500s, whether it's the 60s or the 70s. Um, was it was it a given that the Unsers would contend for every freaking race, uh, regardless of the team that they were with at the time? Well, once they started, well, wait, he asked two different questions yeah. there. Once they started winning, you did expect them between Bobby and Al. Uh, Al Jr. wasn't a given, but Al ran for one of the best teams in uh, the Indy race, the equivalent of what Penske racing has become. He ran for uh, Jim Hall, wasn't it, Crash? Yes, yes. And uh, the Pennzoil, and that was the best team at the time, and so they would win all the time. They would be expected to win all the time, at least compete for the win. So, yes, uh, whenever you went into the thing, you were expecting uh, where's Bobby and where's Al and <laughs> what – what are they going to be doing uh, when they're drinking the milk in Victory Lane? And, oh, let's just surround those names with maybe a Mario Andretti. Oh, how about a Johnny Rutherford? I mean, man, again, those were the golden days. Those were amazing years of motorsport. And we, and we look back on it now, it's amazing, especially when you look at 1969 when uh, Andretti got his win. You cannot imagine that that would be the only win he yeah. would have at the at the speedway. You would have thought that that was the first in a string, just like the Unser family. But to think that that is the only win after all of this time, nearly 50 years, and Andretti's only won once at the speedway, that is as hard to imagine as imagining the success of the Unser family. Yeah, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is making a pretty big deal of this 50th anniversary of Bobby Unser's first win at Indy. And yeah, imagine what it's going to be next year with Mario's win as well. It's it's cool to live all this history. And we've been doing doing it a little bit through Phoenix International Raceway, now ISM Raceway, and some of their history and bringing back the IndyCar legends with the last several years of IndyCar returning to that track. But yeah, it's just, it's good times. It's good times to relive all of this monumental history. Freak Nation, coming up in a moment, your stat man, 
Gat and Bobby Unser. It's an incredible story. This guy's going to have all kinds of crazy stories for us, I'm sure, uh, once again. Coming up next hour, we're going to have Will Power, your Indianapolis Grand Prix winner from yesterday on the road course inside Indianapolis Motor Speedway. He's going to join us, as well as Ryan Beat, Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series pilot, sitting in the points lead in pro-light class, getting set for a big couple of races coming up next weekend in Mexico. So it's a big old show. Hopefully you follow us on Twitter and Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. And again, happy freaking Mother's Day, mamas, and those who have been birthed by their mamas. Let me get that in there. <laughs> I've got a new shirt that I'm making for the Indy 500 this year. Can right. I, can I say it on air? Go ahead. I'm a MILF. Okay. And it, it says... <laughs> Hold on, stat man. It says MILF. I'm going to wear it on race day. M-I-L-F, huge letters. And below it, it says what it means. Man, I love fast. Bam! <laughs> oh, we, wow. There you go. That's how we you roll. Gotta put that, you ought to put that on the website. That, that, <laughs> right? You'd sell thousands of those. That's great, Crash. That's a great idea. You'll see it on Sunday. All right, Freak Nation. We're taking up time of Bobby Unser, three-time Indy 500. It's May. It's the month of May. Racing takes a back seat unless it's IndyCar for this month, I have to admit. Uh, so we'll be featuring a number of former and current IndyCar Series drivers here in the Freak Nation. And there's not much better than Bobby Unser, three-time Indy 500 winner, will be joining us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Nine-time World Rally Champion Sebastian Loeb won his second World Rally Cross event Sunday in Belgium. Rallying on closed sections of public roads called stages requires a level of self-restraint and control seldom seen in other kinds of motorsports. Rally Cross can be brutal where you must punch your way to the front and fight to stay there against five or six others who have the same mindset as you do. Fans love Rally Cross because of the rough and tumble atmosphere in a short five or ten lap race, stage rallying can go on for several days on roads that disappear into places where you'll never see human life, much less fans and fan accommodations. Hopefully the FIA's administration of the new America's Rallycross Championship will take the time to build the sport instead of pounding the same stars into our heads until we see stars. Rallycross is well worth your interest. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare call now and see if we can help you at resort release you don't pay anything until you're ready if you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare make this complimentary free call right now 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539 that's 800-598-0539 
If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon & Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon & Associates today for your free no-obligation consultation. See if you qualify for the Social Security benefits you need and deserve. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. Speed Freaks on a Mama's Day night. Thank you guys for hanging with us. Stat Man, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Crasher over there, the happy mom that she is of a four-year-old. And I've said it enough all day today. Happy Mom's Day, Crasher. Thank you very much. It's been and, a good one. And happy Mother's Day to all you Freak Nation members out there. Uh, we're getting set for the Indy 500 coming up at the end of this month. So why not dive right into it to a dude that's not won it once. He's not won it twice, but he's won it three times and this is the 50th anniversary of your first freaking win bobby unser you ain't that old are you i got it i didn't think i was i gotta tell you a story on that <laughs> you know guys you, you know dang good and well i don't lie too much and and so, <laughs> so you've probably figured out i don't know how to get up to 50 i don't didn't even go to school you know but at any rate i'm i'm at home here not too long back and and uh, Doug from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you know, the big boss, calls me on the phone. Now, he doesn't call very often. I call him because I'm always promoting things from him, you know. And and so he calls me in on the phone, and he says, uh, I need for you to do the parade at Indianapolis. I says, man, I don't do parades. I hate them damn things, you know. <laughs> I've been there a long time, and... and I'm saying this, right? right? Long time. But I don't know exactly what I mean, and he doesn't know what I mean. Oh. He, and he says, uh, Bobby says, do you know that this is going to be your 50th year anniversary since you won the last or your first race? I said, you got to be kidding. I didn't think of it that way. 
because you know the whole theme at the Indianapolis Speedway Museum, which is becoming bigger every year, and that thing is going to be an answer theme. Whoa! So it's all going to be answers. In other words, my brother four times, me three times, a little Al too. And that totals up to nine, of which, eh, it's damn near impossible in history to get that record broken. So it's a big thing. Well, I didn't think of it being this way. So when Doug calls me on the phone, he says, I need you in the parade. I said, man, I don't like to do them parades. You know, I'm about ready to cry to try to get out of it, you know. And and he says, Bobby, this is your 50th anniversary. Well, now, I, I, I wasn't ready for that. First place, I didn't think I was that old. Second place, I didn't think that I'd been there 50 years, even since, or for sure, since my first win. And so he was right. So now I had to do a rethink ever since then, because now I know it's been 50 friggin' years since I won the first race. <laughs> I should have won a whole bunch between now and then, but I didn't, you know. Oh, you won plenty. Are you kidding me? You're one of the only guys to have multiple wins at the Indy 500, and you did it in three decades. Bobby Unser, your name is absolutely solid in IndyCar racing, but would you credit more than anybody else, maybe Mr. Andy Granatelli, for really getting you involved? Oh, for sure, darling, for sure. He was a big factor and good for me. And uh, did I get along with him? No, I didn't get along with him too good. But that's because he didn't pay me enough, Whoa. you know. But, but putting that joke aside, he was a good man. And if it hadn't been for Andy Granatelli, Parnelli Jones, Parnelli's the guy that did everything. My dad made Parnelli. I mean, just, just browbeat him until he did it. Daddy wanted me to drive that yellow Novi. And it sets down there on the racetrack, out on the, on the apron, every day. And hardly ever see anybody drive it. And and so Daddy kept going to Parnelli. Parnelli quit the other car I had. In other words, he fired the owner and and took me down there and introduced me to Granatelli and told Andy, he says, you need to let Bobby have a tryout in your car, in that yellow Novi. And, of course, man, I want to do it so bad you just can't believe it. Jeez, man, those things go fast, you know. And and I'm just a rookie there at the Speedway. So Granatelli wouldn't, wouldn't even shake hands with me. He Whoa. just sat there with his arms crossed on the pit wall. And uh, and first he wouldn't even look at me. Of course, I know he knows who I am. I mean, he knows everything, you know. And And so then he looks up at me and he says, what makes you think you can drive my car? Well, I says, I don't know. I was stuck for an answer on that one. And I said, but I'd sure like to try it. It's a pretty car. And he sat there for a little while. Parnelli, Parnelli of course, wouldn't kiss his butt anyway. <laughs> but, but we all stood there for a little while, and he just looked up and finally put his eyes on me, and he says, go get your uniform on. But he says, I don't want you to wreck my car. And I thought, oh, shit, that just adds more pressure, you know. So, so I said, yes, sir, I'm, I'm going. So I walked away just like I was a big shot. When I got around the corner, I ran fast as I could run. Got to get my uniform on. He loudly changed his mind. So I ran down, got my uniform on, ran back to the same place. Then I walked down the rest of the way down the pits so I wouldn't look like I was too anxious. See? 
So I got into the car, and Parnelli had left, I think. I don't even remember. And my dad was there, and, and I ran the car, and I only ran like two or three laps in it, and I went some awful fast, good speed. Nobody expected that. I didn't either. And when I come back in, they hadn't even had time to give me a, a, a pit sign yet. When I came back in, I found out, geez, I've already gone fast enough to make not only make the race, but do fairly well in the qualifying lineup. I, I couldn't believe it myself. And this was 1963? Yeah, it's terrible when you have to think that long ago, you know? <laughs> I didn't think my brain worked that far back. <laughs> So at any rate, I, I get into the car, go around it, and I think I ran three laps and and came in, and it, it needed a little bit of help. Number one, the windshield was way too low, and it was blowing, trying to blow the helmet right off my head. And so I came back in and asked them if, uh, if they could possibly put another little piece of plexiglass on top of the windshield so I wouldn't get my head torn off from the wind, because that thing runs over 200 down the straightaways, you know? And and so I'm, so he, of course, he probably got five or six people working on it, because now this is a big deal. Nobody else had run the car anywhere near this fast, and I'd only done three laps in it probably. And, and so, man, he puts me back in it again. You know, they raised the windshield a little bit, and, Anything else you want done? No, it's okay. I got to run it a little while, you know. And so I went back out and went faster again. And I went fast enough to qualify really good. So Brandon Telly, he he quits worrying about the practice, the stuff that I need the most. No, no, he's just going to hire me. I already went fast. He's ready. He finished with it. And so the car goes back down to the garage, and they fit me to it really good, make sure the belt fit good, and seat fits good, and, and all this type of stuff. Well, all I want to do was drive it some more. Man, I mean, I'm doing pretty good for a guy that was in a terrible slow car the same day, you know. So I, I, I got with it that way, and then I got, I got to tell you the cutest part of it, though. And, and I asked Parnelli. We're in the same center aisle of of the old garages. And I go down to Parnelli, and I says, hey, I says, I'm going to have to go talk to Granatelli. I says, what am I going to tell him that I want for money? I says, doesn't the driver usually get a... Remember, this is my first year. I said, doesn't the driver usually get a a fee of some sort to drive a guy's race car? He says, yeah. And uh, kind of hesitates, you know, and he says, well, how much you want? I no, 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 no. I'm asking you. You're, you're, you're my, you're my boss. You're the. He's the guy that took me to Indianapolis. It was Parnelli, you know. Right. And so I says, how much should I ask him for? And uh, he says, well, I don't know. He says, thought a little bit, and he says, tell me you want ten thousand. I says, okay, got ten thousand. Make me wet my pants. <laughs> you know, I didn't have any money. Yeah, I was broke. And I just come from Albuquerque with no money. I'm sleeping on Parnelli's couch every night. I mean, his 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 wife or girlfriend is feeding me. I mean, I'm in I'm in a terrible shape, you know. Except I need a race car. And and so I said ten thousand. He said yeah. He said just go tell him that's what you want. So man, I took in a couple of deep breaths of air and I walked down the 
the highway down to his garage, and I said, I need to talk to you for a little bit. And he says, go ahead. So we jumped on one of those little uh, carts that you, they used to give you to run your, pull your cars in and out of the pit area with, and them little tractors, you know. Yeah. And so I've got a picture of that. So there's Andy. I'm sitting on the hood, and he's sitting in the driver's seat, and we're arguing about the money. I told him, I says, I need $10,000 for this. And and so I'll just cut away a lot of the talk because I know you guys got a show a show to do. I got I got one thousand dollars. Oh! Now that what I want you to notice, pretty girl, that means Bobby Unser was a heck of a good businessman. Boy, he went down there with the idea of ten, come out with one. That really must have been a good businessman. Oh! So oh, <laughs> I go down. To, I went down to Pardelli, and he says, "Well." How'd you do? Well, I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell him, you know. Cardelli, <laughs> no. you led me astray, man. <laughs> so finally I told him, I said, well, I said, he's a hard man to do business with. I says, I got a thousand bucks is all I got. He just shook his head, you know. <laughs> so you took him up on it? Oh, yeah, naturally. That's a, well, that's the best car I could have gotten no matter what, you know. I mean, that was a good race car. I mean, it had a lot of mechanical problems with the Novi, but they dang sure went fast. And I mean, fast, you know? I mean, yeah, I passed guys before that I couldn't even believe were on the same racetrack with me. Wow. Fast race car. That Novi had lots of power. Man, I'm telling you what. Oh, I used to spin the rear tires on that thing doing 200 miles an hour if I wasn't careful. In other words, I could come off at turn four as an example. You guys have been there enough. And come off at turn four, be be right out against the wall, and the rear tires would bust loose if I wasn't careful. And then you'd almost, of course, easy to have a wreck after that. But that's how fast that car was and how much power it had. And Herdebees had one that was identical to mine he had a little bit more power because uh he'd been there longer than i had and uh besides that he was a he was a real good driver already i was brand new back there see so i became from going that speed in the novi so quick i became instantly famous all over the world <laughs> So thank you, Parnelli Jones. Thank you, Andy Granatelli, for putting Bobby Unser on the map at the Indy 500. But you already had a name, Bobby Unser, Climbing Pikes Peak. That's your family business. Do you put one more valuable than the other, being the king of the hill at Pikes Peak or winning so many Indy 500s? Well, naturally, Pikes Peak, uh, you know, I was the butt kicker up there. In other words, I, I really was good at Pikes Peak. I really understood it and had good cars, my own cars. And I just literally almost won every race that I ran in up there. You know, I, I didn't win the first one, but I won the second one. And then I won, what, six or seven in a row after that. I just... I had a knack for the mountains. I, I know the mountains really well. I know the mountain roads really well, and I loved Pikes Peak. It was just my, it was my cup of tea. So that's where I met Parnelli Jones. Was at Pikes Peak, and he didn't. He came up there driving for uh, Mercury, a Ford Motor Company, 
And uh, we just became instant friends. I'd really never met him before that. And we got along really well. We had fun together, and we did all our practice together. I showed Parnelli how to run the peak, because I really knew how. And, and I showed him how to set cars up, what to do with them, all types of little tricks. And I used to not tell that to anybody. But remember this, Parnelli was running a stock car for Ford. I'm running a race car for myself. So it's not a conflicting deal. Whatever I teach Parnelli isn't going to hurt me because he's in a different division, see. So we just became better friends. And then one day he told me, he says, you need to come and run Indianapolis. <laughs> now, you got to remember, in those days, Parnelli was the golden-haired race driver for the... Bobby, Bobby, hold on just a second. We've got a break, buddy. Uh, what kind of role did Mama play in Bobby Unser's life for all those wins in open wheel? More Bobby Unser coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honey mead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and Coming wet back with Bobby Unser here in the Freak Nation with kind of a part two with Bobby, your three-time Indy 500 winner. This tire uh, is Bobby, it is Mother's do. Day, and we know there's significance with your mom and your mom and dad, your career, your brother's career, of course. Your, your, your nephew's career TV, with Alan Jr. But what did, what did mom do for you your and your career? What did she mean to your career? The finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. 
Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shed. Bobby Unser, three-time Indy 500 champion. Again, as we get set for the Indy 500 later this month and Bobby it is Mother's Day here in the Freak Nation and you know back in the day before you became a big time driver the story is all you did was drink whiskey chase girls fight and you know work in the shop there in uh, in uh, New Mexico but what did what did mama what did your mom do for you and your career this being a Mother's Day for uh, Bobby Unser uh, for us kids there were four of us and all four of us are driving race cars Excuse me. So mom and daddy always put up with us. They loved racing. Daddy was a driver when he was young. Racing wasn't much back then. In fact, it was very little. It goes back to the days Barney Oldfield, a long time ago, you know. And and so, but the folks really was behind us. Then my brother Jerry got killed in Indianapolis in 1959. Well. You know, that looks like the place where we're all going to end up going. That and Pikes Peak and, of course, 100 other racetracks someplace, you know. But all racing. And Daddy and Mom really, really, really liked it and supported Al and I, Jerry and I, Louie and I, I mean, all of us. And then Jerry got himself hurt in 1959. And uh, I flew back, and he died while I was there. And... And that was kind of sad, not kind of, but, but really sad. What are we going to do, you know? And, and remember, 1959, I come home, we bury Jerry, and, and I have some... Now, remember what I did with that Granatelli thing? Everybody wanted, not everybody, but a lot of people wanted Bobby Unser to drive their cars now because I went fast. Didn't make any difference what car... I started going fast in all the cars, whatever I drove. And and so, you know, I'm back there. Jerry passes away. We come back home, bury him. I jump in my station wagon, went down to the uh, military place and bought me an air mattress that you blow up with your mouth and bought me an Army wool blanket and uh, headed back in my station wagon. Got to got to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and that's where John Zink, you guys got to remember that name, because he won with Flaherty and all. Yes. He was one of the better car owners in those days. Well, he was a good friend of mine, all because of Pike's Peak. Oh. They put my brother Louie up on Pike's Peak, taking him, see? So we were good friends. Well, I, he was screwing around with a go-kart, and I was getting ready to hit for Indianapolis out of Tulsa. He says, wait, wait, wait a minute. I about got this go-kart ready to go. And, I, man, that was a stupid thing to be doing. I needed to be on the road, you know? And I get on the go-kart around his office, ran it into the side of a brick building, their block building, and broke my head wide open. 
almost killed me, took me out, didn't need to worry about going to Indianapolis, took me out of the rest of that year. That was the last time I ever drove anything of that year. And it broke my head open, So, and also got one eye, my right eye, right? Yeah, I think it was my right eye. I couldn't see out of. And so I had to wear a patch for a year on my eye. And I went to doctors. Doctors couldn't do anything. Make a long story short, the good Lord back to the same place again. He'd help me. I'd look into that mirror. Doctors couldn't fix me. So I'd look into that mirror every day, morning and one long time one in the evening. And, and I just would try to blink my eye as an example. And you wouldn't believe it, but after so many months of that, my God, the eye started closing a little bit. So, man, I just worked it harder. Well, now, before you know it, my eye's working. Now, now my dad had already told everybody that I used to drive cars for because I can't start back up kind of near the top. i got to go back to running sprint cars for a while because I'm back on the bottom again. <laughs> so, so I go to work, and my dad knows that I'm going to be heading off racing, and he said, no, don't need to be doing it yet. You're not even healed up. Well, screw it. I did it anyway, and he'd try to call the car owners and tell them, don't let me drive. Oh, hell, I was always at least one car owner ahead of him. I did okay. Next year, I'm back to kicking butt again. My my eye got totally healed up. My my eardrum was broken. That's where the spinal fluid was running out. And, and I became a healed up human being. Back to running my garage again. It, I was married to a, a girl at the time, and she had to basically run the shop because I couldn't. I wasn't even allowed to stoop over. And so I was back to normal life again, back to Indianapolis, better cars. And now Bob Yancer starts doing better. And, and it was nothing but, but Parnelli Jones guiding me and kicking me in the butt occasionally and telling me what to do. He didn't fix my race cars for me. He never told me how to drive. He just told me a few things to not do. But he was really, really, really a golden-haired boy for Bobby Unser, you know. And here we are today. He's coming back. He's got a, a back problem similar to mine. He can't walk very good. But he's going to go to Indy this year just because I'm going. Because he's the guy that got me into all that stuff, you know. Bobby, what the hell the story? I asked about your mom. Where's your mom and all this? It's Mother's Day, Bobby. Oh, Damn it. God. I got, oh, God. I'm sorry I got off on that. <laughs> oh, pretty girl. Better straighten out your hubby there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it all starts with mom started the chili. Mom and daddy started the chili. I started to get on that and I got off of it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's where the that's where the chili from the Midwest onto the East Coast got in. If Daddy and Mom would always go to the to the races that we did, not a sprint car race. They they didn't that was too much traveling. But they do they wouldn't do the midget races or the sprint races, but they'd go to the Indy car races. And they had a little dinky ass motor home and and they'd come and they'd cook chili for for a lot of the drivers and mechanics and they became famous that way and i got hugh blind ortega's chili involved into it because my promotional things got a lot better so it became always the mom answer chili deals and they went on for quite a few years until mom passed away 
And until she passed away, Hugh Blind was already, or Ortega Chili was already making canned green chili that was called Mom Unser Chili. Wow. And, and so all of that stuff turned around to be super, super famous. And, and I mean, the press people, like you guys asking about it, they were part of it. They'd come to the chili feeds, too. I mean, it was a big thing. It was nothing for us to have 150 to 300 people show up for a chili deal. And it was just more fun, and it was all daddy and mom. Now it gave them something to do. And you know dang good and well the Mother's Day came around then, same as it does today. So mom was the big famous person when it come into Mother's Day and cooking the chili, see? Wow. And that was all just fun, fun, fun. I'd call up one of the beer suppliers at Indianapolis, for example, only place you know them, you know. Excuse me. I'd call them up and say, hey, man, I need some beer. And and they'd say, okay, Bobby, what what do you need beer for? They think I got enough money to go down and buy a bottle of beer if I want it, you know. And and I said, and I didn't even drink beer. And they, I says, well, I says we're having a big deal out at the track, and and I says we have my monster's chili deal, which would be on Mother's Day, see? And and so they'd send up a whole. They'd we'd take one of the, you know, they started making ice where you could blow it out of these big hoses, fill up your whole pickup truck with it. We'd go down and spray that or fill it full of beer, which they'd give us for nothing, and then we'd spray it full of that sprayed ice like chopped up ice, take it out there, and, and we park that thing. Now, remember, this Tony Hallman is there, too. He'd come down and have the chili with us, too. Now, and you're feeding them beer, everybody that wants to drink it beer and eat chili, and we got a men's club. It became so big <laughs> by then. We got a men's club in the town of Speedway, and and they'd get the big pots that Daddy and Mom had cooked the chili in. The the men's club, men's club, whatever you want to call it, would come down and help Daddy and Mom cook the chili. They'd bring down the big burners, the whole ball of wax like that. And, of course, they became part of it. And, I mean, it became a community deal. But instead of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, somebody saying, well, you know, we don't think we ought to do that because, like, you're serving beer. No, come on. I mean, Tony was probably drinking beer, too, you know? We'd do it right in the middle of a practice day. Everybody would come out to Mom and Daddy's chili thing, including Clarence Cagle, Tony Holman, Joe Clotier. That's the three guys that ran the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And so became a bigger family together. Wow. Yeah, and I mean... It became such a big and nice and fun thing, it's just hard to believe. You know, when you get the guy that owns the track, and he doesn't tell you to quit it because beer's involved, drinking and driving, you know, the same concept, you know. And we didn't get that. Whatever we wanted to do, that's the way it went, you know. Hey, hey Bobby, did about your racing career, was there ever an instance that mom was the wiser one and said you know what bobby you need to stop this silly stuff because i could lose another boy never you know they i'll tell you about that deal as it, as it comes along <clears throat> i told you in 59 jerry got killed 
I, I'm going to go back there as soon as we got him buried, and I'm heading back in the go-kart thing. Okay, so now the next year, I'm going to go back there again. John Locks with, with Firestone, Tire and Rubber Company, was one of my big manufacturers. I mean, he did everything for me. You just wouldn't believe. He'd find race cars for me to drive, and nobody could find one, you know. And, and so I go back there again. John Locks is supporting me. <clears throat> Goodyear is supporting me. Not heavy like they did later, but they still supported me. And I mean, Mom, now I have all this going on. Mom doesn't know about it. Daddy doesn't know about it. I go over to their house, which I can look right out of my window here and see their house. My daughter Cindy lives in it now. And and I went over there one night, and I told her, I know that this is going to be a pretty jarring thing, especially with Mom, you know. And so I go over there, and Daddy and Mom are sitting down in the living room, small house, and they didn't have any real money. And and I told them both, I said, I got a chance to go back to Indy this year. And I said, so I'm going to do it. And and so, you know, Daddy didn't say anything. He just sat there. He's having a drink. And he just sat there and kind of looked into space. <laughs> Mom got up and went to the bedroom. I could hear her cry. And, you know, about five, ten minutes of that goes by. Pretty soon she comes back out into the living room. She says, well, she says, guess what? We're all going to Indy this year. Aww. Yeah, and that's exactly how it happened. Man. And Daddy and Mom were back there in their little motorhome again. Mom was cooking chili. And Daddy, you know. <laughs> and, I mean, that's how it went. Never looked back. They, they know, you know, nobody thought Jerry would get, get hurt. Nobody thought it'd go the way it did, you know, just getting buried, and then I'd almost get myself killed in Tulsa there. And, and yet I'm back the next year, and I got my folks there with me cooking chili again. Wow. And then two more years after that, here comes Al, see? Because the answers were starting to get a little bit better reputation, <laughs> and and it, that's just the way racing works, and it just all turned good. And the folks went until Daddy passed. Unfortunately, my dad passed away in 1967. My first win came in '68, obviously, mm. which is what we're talking about now. See, and that was really the saddest part. But Mom was there, and. Still cooking the chili. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more fun than you could ever believe. And and people wanted her to cook the chili. Everybody did. Tony Holman, none of those people would ever say no. Wow. Now, they gave us a little hard time later on in life. But yeah, not as long as Tony Holman was alive, I'll guarantee you, you know. Or Clarence Cagle. There you go. Freak Nation. His name, Bobby Unser, always a great time when he rolls here in the Freak Nation. I'm just, I'm fortunate that I'm alive to turn the mic or turn the phone over to you and just let you go for an hour to, to share with the Freak Nation some memories that mean much to you, but more importantly to the millions of people that have watched the Indianapolis 500 over the last 50 years. You know, Father, I could talk about racing all day long. <laughs> I, I'm one of those wackos that really liked racing. I had to race. Money was never my project. Yes, uh, you can tell by what Barnelli did to me there or what I did to him. Mm. 
but but not, I ended up making an, an awful lot of money. Yeah. Believe me, I'm not trying to scream poverty on you, but but nonetheless, a lot of people helped me get there, and, and you had to do better. But it just got better and better and better. Unfortunately, I lost a brother, and my dad passed away before. He saw one of his answer boys win the race, not do good, but win it. And then he saw Al, he would have seen Al win it hopefully four times, mm. me three, his little Al's son two times. I mean, never in history will these records be broken. Mathematically, most of the people that are good with doing their arithmetic say it could never happen. Yep. So that's better. I like it, you know. I mean, I really like it because I would have raced for nothing. I just had to drive a race car, you know, and that's the way all the answers were. Jerry was that way. I mean, what little money he made wasn't hardly worth stooping over. <laughs> and now Al made more than all of us because obviously he cheated and won it four times, you know. <laughs> but but nonetheless, the money flows when success wow. goes, you know. Well, Bobby, we'll make a we'll make a point to sit down with you. When we head to Indianapolis this year on your uh, on your bus, deal. Now, now my my bus is already there. Ah. This year I, I've had some back problems, and so I didn't feel like driving it back. I know I'm lazy, so you can remind me if you'd like. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. My joints used to kill me. 
I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Second hour speed free. Hopefully you follow us on Twitter. I know you do, man. A lot of you thousands of folks out there follow. And thank you very much, by the way, on a Mother's Day night. A stat band, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Again, follow us on Twitter. We're there for you on Facebook. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Last hour, uh, a good 30 minutes. Yeah, we broke it down in two segments. So a good 30 minutes with Bobby Unser, three-time Indy 500 winner. By the way, it's the month of May. So, yeah, man. It's Indy 500 time. It's like the, the the calendar flips to May 1 and Crash Gladys becomes someone that uh, I, I don't... Rec- well, okay, I begin to recognize... When I know it flips you know to... You know by now. Yeah, when it flips to May 1, I know to expect the Indy 500 Crash Gladys. I mean, all I do is wear black and white. All I do is bleed black and white. I cook black and white. I Yeah, everything's black and white. So it's checkered flags this, checkered flags that, because that's how I was raised in Indianapolis in the month of May. What the hell does that mean you cook black and white? I don't know. I just, you know, I had to make reference to black and white with everything because of the checkered flag. Wow. Uh, we'll continue on with this open wheel discussion. We have your winner from yesterday afternoon, Will Power, your Indianapolis Grand Prix winner. No, not the 500 winner. Don't, don't, don't that set you back. Yesterday on the road course, that's right, two weeks out from the Indy 500, is this the fifth year they've yes. done this right yes wow it's been that damn long I, it does seem a little strange however yes it's still in its infancy five years of the indycar grand prix and only two winners of those five years three times to will power all three times he won from the pole but this year was a little different this year was not as much of a domination we had more passing we had more well we had more tactics that were played Got that it. have not been able to be played in, in years past stat man with the indy 500 just t- consuming the month of May. Do you like this Grand Prix two weeks out prior to the 500? Oh, I love the Grand Prix. I like road racing anyway, but 
it makes more sense if you're to keep everybody there for a month, you get another race done and you cut down the amount of travel for the teams. It makes it less expensive. I think it's a brilliant idea. And I wonder why they didn't do it before. I guess because the tradition <laughs> of just being at the speedway all month. It was so tough in the early 2000s to break away from tradition of this basically having would have been the first weekend of qualifying. We would have had our pole sitter right now. But two weekends of qualifying, four total days, it wore on you. It lasted through the 90s and was successful as a four-day qualifying process. But as the car counts went down in the early 2000s, it just couldn't sustain itself that way. People were not coming to the track just for another day of qualifying. So, yeah, the race has added a whole other element that has been a lot of fun. And it was cool to see some of the grass mounds around the track packed yesterday. Because last year, last year the weather wasn't that great, so this year it, was, it looked perfect. When you talk about the 90s and IndyCar racing, you have to think of some of the greatest names in racing at the time were coming to the Speedway. Mm -hmm. From Nigel Mansell, who was the world Formula One champion, the next year he came to run an IndyCar, or it was Kart at the time. Yes. Uh, So, yes, you had uh, Andretti, you had Unzer, you had Unzer, you had Unzer Jr., you had some of... Mears, for crying out loud. You had some of the most successful names, Foyt. You had some of the most successful names in American motorsport, and they were all racing in the Indy 500. So it made sense to uh, follow what was going on. Look on YouTube. There is a um, a copy of the uh, race in Milwaukee at the, used to come after the Indy 500. And the names that are in that race just roll off the tongue from uh, Paul Tracy to uh, Andretti to Unzer to Mears to Michael Andretti to just some of the greatest names in American racing. And they were all racing in uh, what is currently would be IndyCar. Then it was Cart. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Coming up in moments, you have Will Power, your Indianapolis Grand Prix winner from yesterday. He's going to be here. Also, Ryan Beat will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series points leader in the Pro Lights class. Uh, he'll be here in about 40 minutes or so. Your Statman Scat's also coming up. And your Crash Gladys pit news and notes with the results across the planet in motorsports. So, yeah, man, looking forward to Will Power joining us here in the Freak Nation. Always a solid interview Especially on to d- today, all right. It's a it's a Mother's Day. Will Power's going to have a take. Why do you say that? Why well, it's just that? Will Power's going to have a take on something. We know that Crasher. His dry sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> His freak sense of humor. Uh, he's going to have something to say about Mama's Day. I guarantee it. And again, your Statman Scat coming up. But first, let's rejoin with a number of our affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Crash Gladys, pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You do what all of us do and run on those Continental Tires. You go to ContinentalTire.com to get you some righteous rubber. How you doing, affiliates? Back with us in the second hour from Houston to Detroit, down to Florida. Of course, SiriusXM, Dallas, L.A. What's up, man? Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. 
Rachia. What's up is Roger Penske. He continues his winning ways in the month of May as Will Power nabbed the IndyCar Grand Prix to begin all festivities at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway this weekend. But can the captain, can he partner up his sports car win from last weekend with Elio Castroneves and Ricky Taylor to this weekend's IndyCar win with Will Power at the Grand Prix to two weeks from now on Memorial Day weekend? Can he notch number 17, his win number 17 at the Indy 500? And based on what we've seen from this year's IndyCar setup, there's more passing opportunities. There's just more opportunity, period, for every driver in that field. It's going to be anyone's guess in two weeks for the 102nd running of the Indy 500. In Spain today, it was more or less of a story of domination by Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, Formula One, Lewis Hamilton and Barcelona, look out world. He said he finally felt that synergy, which he had not been feeling this entire year. Yep, if you ask me, that tells me he's putting the rest of the Formula One field on notice. NASCAR raced in Kansas, and Jimmy Johnson is still winless in the last 12 months. But Kevin Harvick is putting on a clinic. After Harvick's win Saturday night in Kansas, he said, now it's starting to feel like a game, as if that's not, <laughs> what, rubbing it into all the other drivers. But he says it's a game of how many races can you win in one season. He's got five in 2018 that ties his most ever in a season. There's still 24 races to go. His quote specifically was, if it's eight races you win, 10, 12, the reason we're all here racing is because of watching people like Jeff Gordon and his crew chief, Ray Evernham, win 12 to 13 races a year in the late 90s. That's what our goal is, and we've just got to keep going. All right, you go get him, Harvick. Noah Gregson taking the NASCAR trucks win on Friday. Crash Gladys Spit News and Notes brought to you by our friends at Continental Tire. You go to ContinentalTire.com to find the righteous rubber for your righteous ride. Coming up in moments, Will Power, your IndyCar Series winner from Indianapolis, your Indianapolis Grand Prix. Also coming up this hour, Ryan Beat. Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series, short course, Pro Lights, points leader. Be joining us here in the Freak Nation. More freaks coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. For my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. 
The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Introduce. Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. Dot com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back to Speed Freaks on a special Mama's Day. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Follow us on Twitter. We're there for you on Facebook. Of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Will Power, your winner of the Indy Grand Prix uh, yesterday afternoon in Naps Motor Speedway. More importantly, uh, what the hell did you do for Mother's Day? Did you celebrate with your mom or the mother of your child? Child. Yeah. I went to brunch with. Uh, my mum-in-law and my wife and my child. So that was uh, Mother's Day. Will Power. Me. And you paid, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Has your mother-in-law figured you out yet? I mean, does she realize that, I mean, you're going to be who you are and, you know, not anything better? Oh, what? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, she has. She's figured me out. She, uh, but she, I mean, she, she, she does a lot, lot for me. She's kind of like my mother, um, you know. She, as I tell you, having a mother-in-law like that's fantastic when you've got a child because you can actually go to the movies or go out and do what you want. She, uh, she's always there. So that's uh, that's a plot. I haven't got the issue that some people have with their mother-in-law. Like it's actually pretty good. Was there ever a time that she looked at you and says, dude, why couldn't you have been a freaking doctor? Um, yeah, she says that all the time. But, uh, you know, I just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Race car drivers. <clears throat> Will Power, your winner of the Indy Grand Prix uh, yesterday afternoon, of course, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway during the Freaks. What is it about this freaking track? You look at the numbers of you start, starting in the poles and the wins that you have with this relatively new race on the circuit. What is it about this damn track that you seem to kick ass so much? I, I, I love it. I actually really, it's, it's my favorite road course. It's real technical. Um, and it's, man, it's just such a fun track. 
said, ah, I'm quick everywhere, you know, it, uh, and I feel like we could have won a couple more this year, but it's just a big effort, man. Like, it just comes down to hard work and, you know, being good at what you do and a lot of experience. And, yeah, I, might, I feel like right now, driving the best I ever have in my career, just, like, I probably know faster than I was, than I was but um, I'm just have so much experience and understand situations and get the car in the right window quickly. And so, yeah, it's just way more efficient. Part of that right window quickly, willpower, was you being a little bit better with fuel in the corners versus the straightaways. How was that? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's something I've been doing. I mean, Wiccan said to me after the race, uh, Said to, he says, I don't understand how you guys just pulled away. He said, I thought I was saving real good fuel, but I just said, we've been doing it for the last decade, you know. <laughs> just, we're good at going fast and saving fuel, and that's just experience. You know, I I, I was kind of, because I know Dixon's real good at saving fuel, so I thought I'm going to have to do everything, you know, absolutely perfect to, to get this win, and um, yeah. Yeah, it's just a just technique. Don't want to give anything anything away. And Chevy, Chevy has good mileage as well. Yeah, you don't need to give your secrets away. But one thing you did say, first of all, it's scary that you claim that you're driving at the best of your ability in your entire career because that puts the entire field on notice. But second, after yesterday's race, you did mention that you thought that was the hardest you had ever driven a road course race. And with the track being technical, I understand that, but at the same time, it's relatively smooth. So, how was yeah. that harder than, let's say, a Detroit? It it was simply because it was really humid day, and um, you know, I I when I ran my black tire stint when Wickens was on red tires, you know, the red tires were quite a bit quicker and easier to drive. Mm-hmm. I was seriously doing qualifying laps every lap, and that that took a lot, a lot of energy. And, uh, you know, I, I actually didn't hydrate well before the race. It was my bad. And, and I didn't drink much in the race. I didn't drink at all in the race. So, oh. so I was pretty dehydrated after. I mean, I had energy the whole time. It was good to go. But, oh, my God, man, when I got, when the, the checkers came out, I was like, oh, man, that was hard work. <laughs> I was like, well, I wanted to win, win so badly. I wasn't going to stop for anything. Will, you mentioned you were basically qualifying on every lap. Can you explain to the Freak Nation what that means? Well, in qualifying, I put so much more energy into it. It's almost impossible in the race to do that lap after lap. But good thing is, you know, as you go through a stint, you get so in tune with the car that you can relax a little bit because you understand what it's going to do and preempt it more. Where in qualifying, you're doing one lap, so you've got to be very ahead of the car, so you're quite tense in the car. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's like in qualifying on a three-lap run, you reach close to max heart rate of cardio. So that gives you an idea of sort of energy that people put into a lap of qualifying. In an Indy car, because it's no power steering, it's pulling five Gs on the brakes, and then you know, close to five Gs in the corners, and you're holding yourself up. So it's really, really physical. Uh, yeah. So I'm glad I I I'd, I'd done all the fitness that I've done. 
this year or before the season because it pays off in those situations. Will Power won the IndyCar Grand Prix at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Saturday. Will, is there any kind of fitness regimen that you undertake to get ready for running at that kind of intensity, qualifying speeds every lap? Is it biking? Is it running? What What do you do to get ready for that? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do road biking, um, which is good because you got to you know when you go with a group and you, you know uh, you you it's your turn to lead. You get you reach your max heart rate, then you got to pull him back behind the draft and then kind of recover. So it's similar to racing because you are pushing very hard in the corners and then you get a break for, you know, let's say maximum 10 seconds on a straight. So that interval sort of training is good. And then you need endurance on top of that. And then you need muscle endurance and strength as well. So it's a whole mixture of things. I mean, I, I swim, I run, cycle, and I do uh, strength training. I mean, you got to do the, you got to do it all. But the best gym is the car itself. You can't beat being in the car. Is there a trainer that you use, willpower that maybe other drivers use in preparing them for racing? I have a trainer in North Carolina, a really good uh, strength and conditioning coach. And uh, yeah, no one else. Actually, a few NASCAR guys go to him, but um, yeah, no, no IndyCar guys. I like to keep. I like to keep him for myself. <laughs> How do you keep him away from Simon Paginot? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Paginot's got back issues, so he can only cycle. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do some rowing and such with Simon. We had great competition back in the day. Now, New Garden's taken that over. He'll send me, like, row workouts that he did and the number and everything. So yeah, he's he was never rowing until he saw me rowing. Now we're comparing notes, and the young young bloke's pretty good, I have to say. Who who looks better in the bike shorts? Well, um, it's definitely not going to be me. I got stick legs. It's definitely not going to be me. <laughs> it's kind of kind of like. Yeah, yeah. When you get to my age and you got a kid and you're married, you don't really care what you look like. You know, Joseph, he really does. So I don't think he'd be out there in bike shorts. Like, you know, a lot of those cyclists shave their legs. I didn't shave my legs. So I just go hairy. Kind of look, kind of looks weird. It looks cool when you're really strong yeah. on the bike. Like, you know, usually dudes who are really into it, fully shaven legs, shaving. You know, they're all shaved down. And then you get some dude with stick legs, hairy stick legs coming past, like pumping out some serious wattage. They're like, it's something done. It's just, it's just cool, man. It's just cool. Just to be the outsider and come flying past someone with hairy legs that have no muscle. Here comes Commando Jungle Boy, Will Power. <laughs> Little do I know they're all laughing behind me. <laughs> thinking oh so cool that hairy guy got win number 200 for roger yesterday Woo! <laughs> go get yeah, him Harry yeah yeah i wonder if they even know <laughs> like who is this guy that rides with a kind of australian accent bit of a wanker oh. <laughs> hey that would be double bird wanker to you right 
That's right. That's right. Get it straight. Hey, we had Ricky Taylor on with us last week. This month is pretty spectacular for Roger Penske Racing since I did just bring up the man's name. And Ricky told us, and I never knew this until last week, that you guys as a Penske organization, sports cars, Indy cars, NASCAR, you guys all celebrate the win on the Monday after the win. So That's right. are you guys going to be doing that tomorrow? Um, yeah, I, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I think the people at shop will be. And, uh, yeah, but obviously we're up here in uh, Indianapolis, so I'm not sure if I'd do something up here. I think they actually do, in Phoenix, when Joseph won, they did do something at a bar pub and um yeah it was uh yeah Penske's what were they called happy hour dude so you guys can actually know. celebrate a win without the driver who got the win yes <laughs> they do it's for the crew it's not just a driver who's I in. know I know the whole bloody team team <laughs> team effort but isn't that like cool. celebrating a birthday though like like let's say it's your birthday but your mom and dad and brothers and sisters and family are there celebrating your birthday, but you're not there to blow out the candles. You're in another state. Well, it's yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just like one of the team members missing. When you go to a birthday, it's not everyone's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone's birthday, but missing one guy. Well, doesn't matter. It was, it, you know, and that it's more his birthday than anyone else's. By the way. <laughs> Did you know going into this race that it was 199 for Roger Penske and you could be the number 200 win for him? I did not until I finished the race. I didn't actually. I knew about it, but I just hadn't registered with me really. And then, yeah, they told me after the race, I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It shows Roger's uh, dedication to winning and, you know, the team – the team that he has, it's, uh, yeah, amazing to have 200 wins. It's crazy. That's, uh, yeah, serious history there. 200 wins and 20 of the 200, thanks to your win yesterday, have been at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 10% of Roger Penske's freaking wins at Indy. That's, That's amazing. Right? I didn't even think about that. Wow. Isn't yeah. that amazing? It's insane. 10% at one track. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool stat right there. Bam. To, yeah. To, I wonder if the team knows that stat. I'm sure they do. But that, wow. <laughs> How quick does Will Power now get into Indy 500 mode? Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm having a day off today. I'm just sleeping. And then um, I've been in Indy 500 mode all off season and preseason. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm there, man. I'm there and I'm ready. Ready, new car, a lot different setup, new aero kit. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a very interesting month. Uh, I really feel like Chevy's got a, a real good engine going. So, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Power, you've never won the Indy 500. Does that drive you? I'm sure you realize that as the years go on, your chances of winning go down. Does that drive you now when you're at the prime of your career? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I've been, um, I know it's, it's uh, something that's on my mind. I mean, it's all about just focusing on it, you know. It's not actually thinking about winning. Like, you think of the wrong thing when you're trying to win. You've got to think about putting everything together and just working at that day in, day out, lap by lap, you know what I mean, during the month yeah. and during the race. So that, that's 
not kind of thinking about it. It's funny, like, you know, yesterday when I won the race, I just, I wasn't all weekend not thinking about winning. It was just thinking about doing the job, and then it happens. We're getting set for the 500. His name is Will Power. Indy 500's coming up next. I don't think there could be a better winner. I'm probably going to say this to the next Indy car driver that comes on the show. but <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I do. I do that all the time with everything. I just, just make people feel good. Yeah, you're the best. You're the best person yeah. I know on this planet. And then you walk around and tell then, somebody else. Yeah, and then you just go straight to the next guy. Like, that guy's a bit of a wanker, but tell you, you are the best. Yeah. Well, you'll see the freaks there in Indy, buddy. We look forward to seeing you, man. All right. I'll look forward to having a chat with you guys. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you there. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Harry Lance. Pagoda picks, Harry man, yeah. See ya. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Nine-time world rally champion Sebastian Loeb won his second world rally cross event Sunday in Belgium. Rallying on closed sections of public roads called stages requires a level of self-restraint and control seldom seen in other kinds of motorsports. Rally cross can be brutal where you must punch your way to the front and fight to stay there against five or six others who have the same mindset as you do. Fans love rally cross because of the rough and tumble atmosphere and a short five or ten lap race. Stage rallying can go on for several days on roads that disappear into places where you'll never see human life, much less fans and fan accommodations. Hopefully the FIA's administration of the new America's Rallycross Championship will take the time to build the sport instead of pounding the same stars into our heads until we see stars. Rallycross is well worth your interest. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 $100 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Can't get enough of your team? SB Nation's 300-team regional and sports-centric communities are built just for you. Join your fellow fans at SBNation.com for all the best sports news. SBNation.com. Your team, your community. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the Video Game Review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Again, happy Mother's Day to your Freak Nation from the Lucas Oil Studios. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. You missed it of this show? Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. And a big thank you again to all the affiliates, including SiriusXM, uh, online at racetalkradio.com, iHeart, TuneIn. You go on and I, I, SoundCloud. Thank you guys for being a part of this damn near 18 years as we celebrate it coming up next month. Coming up in moments, Ryan Beat, Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series points leader in the Pro Light class. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Crasher talked about it in the Pit News and Notes segment. Kevin Harvick rides on some fresh tires to get his fifth cup win of the season. And we knew this coming in that Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, t- teams, drivers that have such success on the mile-and-a-half cookie-cutter tracks. We knew going into this race that that was going to happen. I realized that if you if you follow the race on Twitter, which a lot of us do, and we can't get to a TV to watch the damn thing, you can see where where the boredom tends to set in. Granted, it was a, a good call by Kevin Harvick and crew to uh, put, put on the fresh tires to grab that win. But for me, the story still is this, that the news was out there that Goldman Sachs allegedly were approached by the powers that be in NASCAR about actually selling their interest yeah. in NASCAR. It didn't seem to resonate much uh, several days after. A couple of days, 24, 72 hours, yeah, but you came into this weekend, Crasher, Statman. It's still something to me that is is at top of mind because we're getting into those tracks that with Kansas and so forth that, okay, cool, we got the mile and a half tracks, but really it's these guys are looking to sell this freaking series. And Statman, if you, if you look at something that you predicted, what Year and ago, year and a half ago, two years ago, that you you saw this coming, was it something that you heard or just something that you you felt that had to be done? Well, it's something that had to be done. They could not continue, and they cannot continue, and they're not going to get anyone to step up to pay anything remotely close to what they want, unless they change the model doing business. The, the thing that hit me was many years ago when Winston was thinking of leaving and they went to John Hancock to ask to the people of John Han- Hancock to step in as a title sponsor. And the, they John Hancock did the study and the CEO came out and said it ain't worth it. And I said, wait a minute, Whoa. because NASCAR was big then. But the one thing I know here in Los Angeles – one of the biggest markets in the world, media markets in the world, what they do when they announce on news radio here, they announce Kevin Harvick won the NASCAR race in Kansas. No mention of 
who the sponsor was, no mention that he was driving a Ford, no mention of Bush Light, his sponsor, no mission of anybody who put any money into that race. And the only thing anybody knows is that Kevin Harvick won the NASCAR race in Kansas because there's so many races you can't distinguish them between one or the other and because it's just not worth it for anybody to pour money into that sport. Yeah, and I, and I don't necessarily see this as a bad thing. I think people want to have a knee-jerk reaction of, oh my gosh, NASCAR, it's going to be sold, it's never going to be the same. Well, how about a fresh pair of eyes or a fresh pair of many sets of eyes? to look into the series and try to make it better than what it is, because it can be made better. We've talked about this when Liberty took over Formula One, Liberty Media, multi-billion dollar company. And Statman, go back and look at Formula One prior to Liberty taking over to where Liberty is now, the, the behemoth that is Formula One. Has there been a drop-off or has there been an improvement or is it just status quo with Formula One for you who watches more Formula One than the two of us combined. You know what surprised me in looking at the F1 race from Barcelona this morning was that there's no commercials. And I remembered that they announced about a month ago that they were going to run commercial-free F1 broadcasts for the remainder of the 2018 season. And you'd say, yeah, right. But they did it. And today it looked incredible to have that. Now, whether or not they'll be able to do that for the 2019, I don't know. But today it looked great, and we'll probably see some product placement good on Liberty Media for giving F1 fans a chance to watch something that they really want to see. Hey, Freak Nation, coming up next, his name is Ryan Beat, Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series short course pilot. Your points leader in the Pro Light class, Ryan Beat, coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. For my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Madam Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Here's to the friends you can always count on. 
The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. Dot com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks on a Mama's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you, Freak Nation. At Speed Freaks on Twitter. The website, speedfreaks.tv, and, of course, Facebook and everything else in between. Thank you guys for hanging out on a Sunday night. If you missed any of the show, again, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Been chasing this dude ever since he won in Chandler, Arizona. Ryan Beat, pro light points leader in the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series, joining us from the beach. You're hanging out earlier today, doing a little bit of surfer surfing homes? Yeah, trying. Uh, having some, some good times down here in Pacific Beach. Our family has some... Uh, has a house down here, and we try to escape for a couple days every couple months, and we'll uh, off some steam, right? You know, go out and yep. have some fun in the water and relax and have some family time. Does but, your wife surf as well? Is she surfing on Mama's Day? No. Nope, nope. <laughs> wife doesn't surf. <laughs> She's just getting tanned. She to the beach and the tanning. The tanning. Boy, Ryan Beat, yep. part of the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series. Again, getting set for... A couple of races down in Mexico joining the Freaks. Running on them General Tires. Now, talk about this, though, Ryan. This is General Tires got back on board with you for the 2018 season. And what a hell of a way for you to kick it off a few weeks ago in Chandler, Arizona, now rolling into Mexico with the points lead. Have you led in the points in any of the off-road stuff that you've done in the previous years? To be honest, no, I haven't. I haven't ever led before, you know, points-wise. Excuse me, that's my daughter. Sorry, <laughs> she's screaming crazy. But uh, yeah, no. I to be honest, I haven't led points yet. You know, I've been close. I've been in second, third, multiple, you know, times for several months at a time. But uh, this is my first time actually leading the points going into uh, going into the season. It was awesome to kick off the the first race of the year with a you know a, a huge victory and a huge win for me and my team. Um, and to go into the the next couple races as points leader is huge. Ryan beat your pro light class points leader the lucas oil off-road racing series joining the freaks does it feel any different though because drivers talk about that when you're leading the points or you've won a championship now you're being the one that's being chased and not the one that's chasing 
Yeah, I mean, for me, the points are just points, you know. Um, every weekend's a different, you know, for me, it's a, it's, it's a different scenario, a different case every weekend, you know. I go into every weekend with the mindset of, of just being needing to win. Um, I think if I continue that mindset the rest of the season, we'll be fine. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of good guys and there's a really good, you know, group of racers that I'm racing against. So, um, you know, I can't let off at all. I can't points race. I can't do anything, especially this this early off in the season. I have to just go for it and go for wins. Well, going for wins in the U.S. has been one thing with the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series. Now you guys are going south of the border. This sounds like a resort meets racing kind of event. What is this going on next weekend? Yeah, I've kind of always questioned that, whether it's more of we're just going down to their party or <laughs> we're going down to their, there to race, you know. So oh, it's, darn. It's a, <laughs> a little different situation down there, you know, south of the border. It's, it's a good time, and we always seem to do pretty good there. I've won two of the four events that I've raced in and competed in there, so um, excited to go back down there and see what we can do. And you put something up, I believe it was on Twitter or Instagram recently, about Lucas Oil really pimping the younger well, kind of like the privateer riders, the younger guys in motocross and supercross, and that's how that's pretty dear to your heart as well. Yeah, no, it's really cool to see Lucas Oil supporting, um, you know, so many forms of racing, and, and you know, one being motocross, you know, uh, motocross being so dear to my heart and where I started at and kind of helped me transition into where I'm at today in off-road. But, uh, you know, it's very cool to see General Tire and Lucas Oil and these, these partners step up and start supporting the, the younger youth, you know, and, and and giving them a place to race and a platform to, to build careers upon, you know? Ryan, you talk about being a big fan of Supercross Motocross. Of course, we know that you've you've been a part of that for, for many, many years. And now with your points lead in the Lucas Oil Awful Racing Series Pro Light class running on the general tires, you may look back on that. Now, how do you apply that to off-road racing with four wheels versus two wheels? Is it how you read the dirt? <laughs> Uh, a ton of it is how you read the dirt and how you read the tracks and, and, and just, just racing experience in general, you know, making passes and setting up passes and, you know, strategically planning out race plans, you know, from start to finish. Um, that's kind of where it's really helped me and kind of helped my off-road career blossom um, and where I've been able to be stronger than a lot of the other guys is just, uh, you know, for my off-road experience. That still doesn't answer my question, though. Is when you do have the the fact that, yeah, it helps you versus other guys. Can you give me some specifics that that really help you in running off road from your Supercross motocross days? Yeah, I mean the biggest thing is reading reading lines. You know, um, you know, reading lines and reading ruts and seeing where you're going to get hook up and drive off the corner. You know, in, in both motocross and off-road, it's about drive off the corner and carrying good momentum through the corners. So, you know, transitioning from, you know, two wheels to four wheels, that's kind of what's what's been the key factor for me is, is the corner speed. And speaking of two wheels, did I see something earlier this week that arena cross is going away? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, sad to hear. You know, I, I w- I'm a big supporter of arena cross. That's, you know, basically where I got my professional uh you know racing career started was in arena cross and yeah as of right now um there's no plan for a re- ama arena cross to return wow holy smokes i mean I yeah it's kind of crazy it's very crazy because you're right it's been around for so long it's given people another avenue with which to hone their chops 
But at the same time, absolutely it gives a lot of guys, you know, a stepping stone from yes. you know amateurs into arena crossing and arena crossing to pros and or even pros that you know aren't having the best of luck in you know professional supercross to step down and, and run arena cross. Mm, that's a good point too. Is this? I mean, I know yeah. it's kind of the economic climate that we're in that so much is being squeezed out of our well any sports industry. But do you think there's a, maybe an inkling of a chance that with even without that stepping stone in the future of arena cross in the program that maybe more people might have an opportunity with supercross or is it just going to be harder moving forward? Uh, to be honest with you, I think it's just going to be harder. It's going to leave a lot of guys without an income, um, mm. without, you know, a job at that. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that find arena cross home and, and the fact of that's their job and they have full rides and paycheck coming from those arena cross teams. I think it's going to be very, very difficult moving forward for a lot of uh, other racers to find a way to make a living riding a dirt bike. Ryan beat your points leader, the pro light class for the Lucas oil off-road racing series gets set for a couple of dates down in Mexico next weekend. And you go to Lucas That's Lucas for more information. Running on the general tires, now, you've, once, you've talked about really the expertise on the track that you've gained from Supercross, but really more importantly from your perspective of taking that to the pro light class, if you jump into, into twos or, or pro fours, uh, how much of a difference is that for you when the pro light versus, let's say, a pro four with all four of those wheels torquing? I think it's a huge difference. Obviously, there's a there's a huge driving difference between Pro Two and Pro Four and Pro Light. Um, with Pro Four to Pro Light, it's a huge difference. I mean, there's almost 500 horsepower difference. Plus, you have four wheels digging versus two wheels digging. Um, you know, so there's a big difference there. But you know, I really look forward to see where seeing where my program evolves and where it develops here in the next year and a half or so, and seeing where we end up. Um, there's a good chance that you might see me in in Pro Two or Pro Four quicker than you may think. Um, and we, you know, we as a team have been really digging hard and, and uh, developing and pushing um, our pro light program, and look forward to doing it the same in, uh, in any other class that we we decide to move move towards. You know, short course off road racing is fantastic for the fans because you can see the entire track. But when you move into desert racing, you can see a car for maybe three or four seconds as they blow by you. So there there can be comparisons from. You know, arena cross or supercross being the short course and then motocross being the the desert racing right so so think about that though from from a fan's standpoint it's it, it, from a driver's standpoint yeah it, it, desert racing or a rider standpoint motocross we know that that's the mother of all but from a driver's standpoint i mean that's these short courses on two or four wheels that pays the bills no, absolutely. Um, you know, desert has been kind of the outdoors, like you said, uh, of off-road. And then, you know, short course has been the Supercross. You know, and just like Supercross and Motocross, um, short course has been the one to pay the bills for a lot of racers. There's much more people doing short course for a living than there is desert. Um, you know, so for me, it's always been about racing short course. As things start to develop and the economy is getting better, um, there's opportunities for me to go desert racing, and I really look forward to, to exploring those opportunities and possibly doing some, some motocross-style truck racing. <laughs> hey, if Don the Snake Perdome could have done, what is it, the Mexican 500 just two weeks ago, I believe it was now, at 80-some-odd years old, yeah, we need to see Ryan Bede out in the desert as well. 
Yeah, no, I'd love to. They're just we've we've talked about it with several teams. There just hasn't kind of been the right fit for for me and my program. And you know, we're constantly looking forward to going desert racing. As as I said, uh, it's something I want to do, but we just haven't come across the right path. So if there's any of you desert racers that want to go uh, desert racing, have a short course guy come wheel it for you and let me know. Come on, hey. he teased us with yep. a little bit of Pro Two, Pro Four coming up. Yep, it's there's there's so much coming up. It's it's amazing watching you on Instagram and how hard you work in the shop yeah this will be fun to watch yeah i know it's really cool i think that uh what we have in plan and in store um obviously can't really talk about it too much but I think <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people very surprised and people uh really excited as to what we got going on we've done some some crazy things with a, a class that's kind of unlimited and that's where i felt like that i would be best moving forward you know um is moving into a class that is unlimited and and let your uh let your abilities and and you know, abilities in the truck and in, in the shop as well speak for you. There's a couple of drivers out there that do really well at this, and I look forward to challenging them. Crasher, by the way, Don the Snake Perdome is not 80 yet. <laughs> well, okay, excuse me, but he's still a badass older man. Seven, he's that. 77 Wait, years old. What? Don the Snake Perdome? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn it, Mead. Come on, don't scare me like that, bro. <laughs> All right. No, California guys stick together. It's oh, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> all right, Beat. Thanks for doing this, buddy. <laughs> no worries. Thank you for having me on. You know, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Lucas Oil, everybody involved in my program, Bill Seen, General Tire, KMC, Competitive Metals, everybody that uh, really supports my program, Ram Mount, Local Lights, everybody, you know, big thank you, and uh, look forward to the next couple of years with you. boy. Kick some ass down to Mexico, buddy. Cool. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. See ya. Awesome. Not much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Not, not, not. Well, not only that. Not much motorsports. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Not much motorsports. Douchebags. Not much motorsports. Guys, not much motorsports, Freak Nation. How about Mom's Day? gifts. Everybody out there on the planet has given your mom one of those gifts where you thought later on in life, why in the hell did I give mama one of those for Mother's Day? (laughs) First thing that comes to my mind, Crasher, Statman, is back in the 70s is when the not retractable razors came out, but the not retractable disposable disposable razors. It was the it was the circle thing where you would turn it and a new razor would come up so she sh- she could shave her legs. What was that called? Oh, my. That's even pre-me. Okay. No. Well, pre-you pre shave. shaving. Okay. Uh, I, didn't, we didn't under, I didn't understand that, you know, once you turn it, you can't turn it back to the other razor. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Mom opens it up and she did her fantastic mom things and was, oh, Kenny, thank you for this this razor, this is fantastic. Mom, look at this. It turns. Look at this. Click, 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 click. Oh. <laughs> and I did. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Oh, but honey, now no. you don't have any razors. Yeah, sorry about that, Mom. I felt, it may cost me you know, $1.79, but damn, that's a lot of lot of blow for a 13-year-old. I have to go back to yeah, the you only got You only got $2. $1.79 is a lot of money. <laughs> I've seen some pretty legendous... Mother's Day wine glasses, Mother's Day coffee mugs, but I saw one this morning. I think it was sent to us from Stan on a pretty good 
email of Goof Mother's Day gifts, and this is the coffee mug I need. It says, this coffee tastes like you need to STFU. Shut the F up. (laughs) (laughs) So how about that first thing in the morning? This coffee tastes like you need to shut the F up. So if you're drinking that coffee and you come down and your mom has that, it's in the front of her mug. Yep, I get it. Okay, I'll I'll make my own breakfast, Mama. Thank you. Yep, I get that. Statman, was there ever a, a gift that you gave your mom that you think, ooh, why did I do that? I don't know. You were sitting there talking about that, and I can't remember. I'm sure there's one. Everybody's got one. But, uh, you know, the the thing that always got to me was having to go buy, the, not having to go buy, but buying the flowers, and then they would be gone, especially by the supermarket flowers. They'd be gone in a couple of days. <laughs> and, you know, it wasn't like you could afford to go buy the big flowers. But, you know, I mean, that's that's just... Uh, the way it happened. I can't think of any craziness that, uh, you know, that it, I bought from my mom. I certainly, the retractable razors, uh, you know, that, <laughs> or the disposable razors, that was funny. I don't know that I that I bought that, but I'm, I'm sure there's one that escapes me right now. I will say this, being a mom has definitely changed my perspective. I used to laugh at, whether it's family members or friends, when their kids would give them art, and it would just be like squiggly colored lines on a page and I'm like oh come on why is that important I'm like all right fine your kid did it it's cute and now I, I gush over those things now yep. now I can't throw them away I'm like no we're not recycling that that was one of her first and I totally get it now it's so weird how your perspective absolutely can change Freak Nation again we'll end this with a big fat freaking happy Mother's Day to all your moms and your mom's moms it's been a fantastic Sunday night and another fantastic ma- ma- mama's day uh, happy freaking Mother's Day to you, man. Uh, Statman, Crash Gladys, Triple F, thank you guys for making this possible. Uh, Paul up there in San Francisco, Jillian, they're on uh, our social media. Thank you very much. It's a big old Sunday night show here from the Lucas Hole Studios as we've been doing it almost 18 years. Statman, one more time, shoot the juice to the moose. It cut it loose. Mama. Late. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.